recording. Leave. Oh, I, I actually, I've, I've got it in a stand there where I can only see leave meeting. Oh, really painted yourself into a corner now, guys. I really I have. Yeah, yeah. I've only got one option here. Yeah. Remember, I remember the first time that I actually painted myself into a corner ever was when we were putting a uh, matte black on the floor in players. Oh, and yeah. I just accidentally was in a corner and I just painted all around myself. And it was mind blowing. It was like, hey, oh, wow. Yeah, that's what that means. Oh. Okay. <laughs> I, I did the thing. And then once you realize it's possible to do it accidentally, of course, you spend most of the rest of your time trying to deliberately do it to Ferdia, which is... <laughs> 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 oh, my pleasure, come on! <laughs> the trick is not also doing it to yourself while you're doing it to Ferdia. <laughs> and if you think I never did that... <laughs> <laughs> but it's worth it if you have a choice to either both of you be free or both of you be entirely painted into a corner you paint you in front of you right into the corner that's what you do oh very good good old bird well let me tell you we're here at the final count down and there are no from our dusty sellers intros but what I shall say so I think the thing to do is to get into the old uh, share screen option. Oh maybe. no, oh, yeah. <laughs> we've got a preview. We've had a preview of these, listener. And let me tell you. Oh yeah, yeah, they're they're something. They're all. And what I, what I suppose. Well, let's start with the ones that you've that you've heard. In fact, the ones you've heard are probably the better ones. So I don't know. Let's. But, but you've heard them, so let's. So let's start with them. Uh, there is it's a better new... to give context before or after they listen to this. Uh, Ken Burns has started doing a new documentary on Irish independent professional wrestling, and we have we have exclusive access to the new the new uh, sound files. We don't quite have the the visual. We're going to get the pictures over which to pan the camera, which is going to be good. I don't think there's going to be any wrestling promo in the next ten years in Ireland that isn't this. Not the exact words, but with like the panning and the and, and the, mm. the Ken Burns. The Ken Burnsing, yeah. I think we found the new thing. <laughs> J.K. Ken Burns on wrestling. So, um, we got some, we got some, got some little do that here, which I think people. J. Money may not be the most technically gifted wrestler. He is, however, by far the smelliest. Opponents would rather take 1,000 stink faces from Rikishi than spend one minute in the ring with J-Money. Billion dollar booty? I don't know about that. Billion odor tootie? Most definitely. In the pioneer era of professional wrestling, Frank Gotch would defeat opponents by methodically utilizing the various techniques of catch-as-catch-can wrestling to apply his dreaded toehold. J-Money has been able to achieve the same results by simply threatening opponents with a whiff of his improperly laundered wrestling tights. A truly disgusting champion. <laughs> Spectacular. <laughs> it's just what's... so good. Well, uh, of course, what uh, many people didn't know about J-Money was uh, the, the southern soldiers were mostly uh, involved in... Uh, 
defending the homeland against the northern aggression, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Matt, can you like explain what what's the process How? for creating this? No, there's let's do all of them. How, what, when, where, and dare I, why? <laughs> there's a uh, there, there there's a text to speech app. Uh, there's been a big leapfrog in text to speech app um, uh, technology, and uh, there's a new one which I can link the dear listeners to if you like, which allows you so long as you can get some clean audio of a guy, you can upload it and it will mimic his speech, uh, and you can then make him say whatever you like. So I have the Ken Burns guy. Uh, uh, <laughs> that, that's, that's honestly incredible. Like I, uh, We were talking a while ago about uh, Dali, um, yeah. the, the, the drawing one, which was pretty good, you know, in terms of the AI It was fun. It was really it was fun. fun to see what it was. And then Chat GPT actually really impressed me um, yeah. in terms of its capability. So uh, this fucking defies God. This is amazing. <laughs> this is fucking incredible. I like how do this is amazing. <laughs> we we've taught him the Ken Burns narrator. I'm in the middle of teaching him Shelby Foot, which is gonna really kick this into high gear. Um, <laughs> now who's Shelby Foot? Shelby Foot is the guy from the Ken Burns Civil War documentary. Like every time that they need to explain why the South wasn't really that bad. Well, no, no. Shelby Foot, guardian of your feelings, Southerners. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, you can, you, anyone who you have a lot of clean audio of, you can teach this, um, this uh, text to speech guy to know about. And then it was simply a matter of uh, ripping the the background music from it and making these. And it's not the only one I made. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we're looking at a, a fairly comprehensive folder here, and I am. Yeah, at this, this is point, a I'm lot. just wondering how many of these are. Oh these? no, most of most of this folder is just stuff from the Find Out Canada. This is just my Audacity folder, but there is okay. There are there are two more of these, and frankly, the third one is the least good. But we're going to go with the second one first, and this is. Gavin Carberry's in-ring career was brief. His out-ring career was briefer still. Just minutes into his first professional bout, he began to suffer from a most unprofessional bout of explosive and involuntary bowel movement. The gut-wrench <laughs> suplex performed by his opponent paled in comparison to the gut-wrenching pooplex, which he himself <laughs> performed in his underpants. Gavin went on to successfully manage several champions. Sadly, the one thing he could not successfully manage was one day in the same pair of underwear. A cautionary <laughs> tale. <laughs> now a you cautionary can, tale. You could teach it to like mimic voices and stuff, but you cannot teach me to not just find pooing very funny. Yeah, yeah, Artificial intelligence has come on leaps and bounds. Our own intelligence, unfortunately, has stagnated. Yeah, not 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 so much. But hey, what are you going to do? Now I did. Now, now Matt, no, okay. Let's do the last one of these, and then I have I have a question. But we'll come no, back to many, it. Uh, you have many questions. Yeah, like what I would say is now we had we had James here. Now I had originally edited out 
the last bit of this because it was real bitter and like you know basically me just airing my grievances against James but I can't find the bit where I left that out so here it is <laughs> James Arthur Belfast was a mediocre comedian who dared to dream while attending Trinity College Dublin he was discovered by fellow mediocre comedian Manus Cronin they each vowed that either both of them would be a great big honking success or both would descend into sad white boy obscurity together. The second thing happened, except they didn't do so together. James let Manus do that alone. Not that he's bitter or anything. <laughs> That's very funny. That's excellent. <laughs> yeah, no, it is, it is what it is. Now, where are we with this? Watch the 300, Zoom. <laughs> so I just look. What a great insight into what Manus's evenings are. Yeah, what what a life. I mean, making these, watching three hundred, looking at pictures of Jack. It's like <laughs> it's a triple threat, you know. It 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 truly is. Now, I what, where did I find it? Because there was uh, ah, who cares? I I I've I I've uh, I put well no, we're on Facebook. Hang on, where we were because I can play the I've so I've 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 been teaching it to do shabby foot, but not it hasn't. It's not perfect, you know. Um, but if I go into the final countdown thing here, it will allow us to play it. Um, although I'll mute the site there because I've muted. As a young man, it was always said that Gavin kept his booty clean of all ailments. Strange things were said to come from the rear end of a man who did not. By the time he got to university, Gavin had become convinced that the only path to salvation lay beyond any semblance of rectal control. <laughs> very good i love like because what you are doing is teaching it and it's just such a fun word to use about this project you know <laughs> just feeding it line after line of shelby foot and poo and scatological humor you know like, it's like a, a, lo a lot of a lot of people upon discovering it are like making it make their friends say stuff which mm. don't get me wrong i did look into it sucks a dick at making anyone who doesn't have an american accent it can't do for example when i showed it to neil he was like can it do you if you mm. feed it, find out countdown episodes, can it do you? So I tried to do that and it doesn't, it can't really. It just, it does. Do you have a recording of that? Um, I did try and make it do me. Let's see if I can get back. You've been trying to make things do you for about 35 <laughs> years, <man>. <laughs> 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 it's success. But it should, no, it just comes out, it just comes out like an American accent. It doesn't, it, it can't. It's like it's like a mildly me-ish American accent. You can't figure out the, and it does actually specifically say that when you go into it, so it's like this will kind of only work if you look at someone who already has an American accent. Um, but I think everyone who's trying to do anything other than uh, make it make Cameron's documentary stuff about people pulling their pants is just they're just wrong. You're just wasting your time and, and ours. Like, come on. We could all be making this stuff. It's like the deep faith thing. It's like, yeah, I can make Hermione blow Ron Weasley on, on you know, by putting a porn thing into it. But that's boring. I want Shelby Foote to apologize for slavery on fucking... <laughs> <laughs> Also, the thing I mostly remember about the Civil War was how wrong the South was. We'd never have said that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
<laughs> You'll be hearing from my lawyer. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the clients, uh, Mr. Mr. Falcon. <laughs> I believe I'm getting the vapors. They really quite like it. So no, it's tremendous fun. And I don't know if it just means we should no longer ever worry about saying anything ever again, because it could just be that, you know? Hmm. Like if, like if I accidentally endorse a certain politician from Brazil who was president and isn't anymore, but would like to be again, right? You know, and I think he's great, you know, and Bolsonaro, if you will, uh, and that becomes problematic. Well, I can just say that somebody made me say it with the thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. There, there, uh, becomes a kind of double bluff side of things like if, if deep fakes are possible for for all of this stuff it's like how do you believe anything like you lose any ability to be authentic if you it do. becomes so popular and ubiquitous that that it's being used for for well for like i'm thing. immediately like okay i now need the rock to film a promo about me hmm in the style <laughs> of ken burns <laughs> in the style of ken burns but it also like then it sort of like obviously there is kind of forensic uh ways of of looking at us kind of video footage and seeing what are composites and what aren't but you're kind of relying on people having loads of money and people having a willingness to a, a, a want for their image to be clean or mm. like representative of what they actually believe and then it's just like, oh, okay, right. So you can make me, Manus, and Jack say anything, but any celebrity gets to like rewrite the rules. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, I consider myself so to be all a... that stuff we said from episode zero to one hundred is deep fake. I just want to say right it's now, deep yeah. fake, exactly. I consider myself to be a public figure, and that I often yeah, I get my figure out in public. No, 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 pubic figure, pubic. <laughs> yeah, your pubic figure. It's funny though. There's some. There's some celebrities who like, for example. Half of the things Tucker Carlson says, you'd be like, oh, my God, someone put him through the yeah, thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, of course, they don't let the green M&M have her sexy boots. And it's like, oh, I can't believe they made, believe they made Tucker say that. <laughs> He's like, no, I stand by that. No, I stand by that. Guys, we need to be solving the real issues here. <laughs> it, is, it, it is what it is. Uh, has anyone... Got an alcoholic beverage or a non-alcoholic beverage or a... Oh yeah. I've got... Jack looked like he was waggling something in the direction of the camera there a second ago. Oh yeah, pinky a... out. I've got a beer. Oh, yeah? I've got a porterhouse 4X stout. Oh shit! Ooh. Oh well, wait a minute, let me taste it. This is 2X. 3 <laughs> I just want to be a big man in front of the boys. <laughs> I want a four alarm stout. Oh, it's, it's um, two alarm, two and a half at most. <laughs> um, yeah, this is good. This is a good stout. Like, it's the porterhouse. Yeah. Need we say more? They're in the. We don't want to say more because the other one will die. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. The last said... time we the last time we praised a porterhouse, one of them died. <laughs> we did a whole episode and then one of them died. <laughs> <laughs> we 
Why do you think we haven't talked about Dolly Parton in a while? We put more effort into it than we ever put into anything. We like we went there, we brought the nut in to do like history and like context and stuff, and we recorded it. And then it was like the day we were about to put it, it's like, hey, he's dead. <laughs> huh. All right. Oh, wow. I guess, I guess this is what it's like to have a widow's fight. <laughs> and afterwards, you know, what we mostly did was we then we did the ultimate warrior, then we did um, <laughs> who else fucking died? I don't know. Will Smith, Cher, they're both still alive, but you know. Yeah. I mean Cher is more alive than Will Smith's career is. One of our better episodes, the one where Will Smith slapped Chris Rock, actually, if you go back and listen to it. It's like, huh, that was good. That's a good ah, what was good about it? We're, well, we're we had we had three we had three weeks to come up with jokes, whereas everyone else was reacting on the fly. Yeah, no, it's worse than that. We we were reacting on the fly, but we released it three weeks later. Oh so, yeah, I forgot about that. You forgot about you forgot about our cadence, Scav. <laughs> so it's like it comes out like two weeks after it happened, but we have no information. <laughs> like it was immediately... we're yeah, saying yeah. we're saying stuff like, "Man, I wonder if it was real." I wonder if, <laughs> yeah, yeah. if they're faking. You know, we're the hottest of takes at that point. You know, yeah. <laughs> That's what I thought what people would say. Um, so what have I? You, you I, have I was, a delicious four hours. What have you got, Jack? Well, I have a, a Rye River Dam Buster Double IPA. Nice, nice. Yeah. What are we looking here? Actually, percentage. What did that used to be, or is that a new one? Is that like? Dan's double banging or that's what, what I was wondering because didn't they like yeah because it's kind of got that shame orange yeah they kind of stepped back from that I don't know I always liked the um the double and triple banging um I really like this surprising no one uh I was almost I was like it's Roy River it's available in a fucking Tesco there's no way we haven't had this I'm not sure we've had this if it's new, we haven't. If it's yeah, if it's a rebrand of the McGargle's old of, stuff, yeah, then we definitely have because we've had the double bang, the big bang, and the there. There is like three beefy boys in yeah. the McGargle's. Yeah, big bang and double bang and a triple bang. We're all as as they should be banging beers. They were banging beers, and yeah, the Rye River stuff is good now too. They, they, and, they really... and the rebrand is so good. The McGargle stuff was actually like a little bit embarrassing in terms. No, of it, 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 it was, and it was. I, I was see never... how you. I see how you start there, and I also see how you move away from it. Yeah, Please. yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. I'll, I'll never not give the beer no credit for his tweet when they went away, which was like goodbye, McGargle's family. You were never a good idea to begin with. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, he's not wrong. When oh, what I year did. did the Bagargos family start? Uh, was it was in and a, in and around when we no remember they were never established. That was oh, that was it. They, they were established. We were we. They started before we started the podcast, but not that long before because I remember all of us sitting around in. The still ex, the still extant Longstone when yeah. they first brought out all their branding and being like, Pfft. yeah, <laughs> it was one of the first things we talked to the beer not about. And he's like, actually, the guy who does it is really good at beer, but the fact is, yeah, it's stupid, you know. <laughs> <laughs> the beer is nice, but hey, look, that was that was in the early days of Irish craft beer. It was it was enough of a thing to talk about. It clearly worked out great for them. Argue with the fucking results. 
I shall. Uh, I've been watching Tucker Carlson. I do nothing but argue with results. That's what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I mean. The thing is, it's not yours. Uh, <laughs> um, to do. I, um, I tried to uh, just to, just to really bring the sorry. I don't want to go back to the AI thing, but I was like, I wonder if you can sort of just have a real loop. And yeah. uh, I wanted to see if I could get ChatGPT to write an introduction, uh, write a biography for a wrestler. And it has it's it's very busy as it has been for the last several weeks. And it errored yeah, out. Get on it at all. Yeah, it errored out yeah. midway through a, a response. So I actually I actually lost the response. It sort of deleted what it had generated. But I I will share one tidbit that I just saw as it was generating. It was like, and I said <clears throat> the brief I gave it was write a biography for. A, for a professional wrestler who has irritable bowel syndrome in the voice of Ken Burns. <laughs> One of the middle lines was, he was fearsome in the ring, but battled an unseen, powerful opponent. Irritable bowel syndrome. <laughs> <laughs> he became known as the intestinal warrior. <laughs> <laughs> and then it errored out. And then it errored out. It literally, it literally did the Mac raining of intestinal warriors. Really funny. I'm taking lunch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. This the chat GPT being like constantly unavailable now. Just I don't know. Fills me with sadness. In that it's, it's like so oh we have this amazing yeah yeah we have this amazing thing but also it costs billions and billions to run so like. <laughs> oops, it's not scalable. Oh, oops, it's not the future, you know. It's not the future yet, but yes. when yeah, you're yeah, charging yeah. professionals thousand yeah. dollars a year to use it per person, I think it's gonna be just fine. All those Damn GPUs it. that have finished mining crypto can finally be put to wasting everyone's time reading Some the shit that AI yeah can can fulfill the final destination of the internet, which is AI generated articles being read by AI generated bots that are feeding people who are then telling AI generated articles to get made. <laughs> and soon all it's going to read is the, and all it reads is the internet and the internet is full of shit. <laughs> I've been reading your internet. You all deserve to die. <laughs> I am. Um, I agree with all the things you said. I can't find I found a tremendously embarrassing tweet from a man who wanted us to think he was a complete legend and I saved it and I was like we'll talk about it on the show but I can't find it. Excellent. Now. Was it a tweet to us? No, it was just a guy who like few followers and he was talking about it. He was like, my most proud moment was when I was in a biker bar in New York and I beat a, at the head of a biker gang in a game of pool. And he turned to all the other patrons in the bar and he said, oh, here's my friend who's deadly at pool. Isn't he great? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm sad now that I can't find the exact tweet because it was just like, ah. Oh. I mean, that might have happened. I'm some tangential variant of the thing. Yes. Probably happened. To someone if, else. To someone else. <laughs> but, but even if the exact thing you said happened, happened, 
you surely understand that I'm never going to believe you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You were saying it, you know. There was, and actually, and actually, this one I may be able to find. Because um, what reminded me of it was today I was on, as I frequently do, to go for uh, what do they call uh, content. Uh, I go to the R Ireland subreddit, and in fact, there was a very that esque post. And I really hope I can find it here because while many people would say that um, trolling Reddit for content is the wrong thing to do, I think. Reddit's right where content. Reddit's where a lot of content lives. They're, where else are you they're, right, they're right, except me first. They're right, except me first. All right. <laughs> and I have found it. And it is called the loudmouthiest scumbags are all cowards. And here we go. I teach EFL in Dublin City. School I used to work at did walking tours every Monday for new students. I love Dublin and studied to be a history teacher. Thanks, Crow Park Agreement. So I always did them. <laughs> We inevitably run into the usual suspects of junkies and just straight up scrotes who think they own the city and can do whatever they want. Scrotes, you'll notice, is a word that only dickheads on the internet use. And yeah, use. It, I was about to say I've only ever heard it on. Yeah, it's the Ireland. most it's the most journal.ie comment section word. Yeah, uh, yeah, it is. Yeah, what we need is to sort out these scrotes who are scrotes. wrecking our Lewis or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. There's no way it's real. Like no one actually uses it. So either there's like this subculture of scrote sayers, or the Russian <laughs> click, or or the Russian click farms have just like got their little Irish glossary and it's yeah, really short. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They may, they may well have, and it would make sense. And it's like the exact. It's the exact same subgenre of people who are into like, oh, I don't know. I've forgotten my point, but that's largely what I'm getting at here. Junkies and scrotes who think they own the city and can do whatever they want, barging their way through my group of students, occasionally with some racist BS spouted at them. But this is my city. <laughs> I'm Batman. Not theirs. I'm Batman. <laughs> And I didn't want my students thinking regular dubs just accept that. So I'd always say something. And of course, every time they'd start effing and blinding at me, making threats, I'd respond with, no, you won't, or go on then. Not once did they do anything but shout a bit more and then walk off. <laughs> Last night in my local Tesco's, a proper scrout comes in. Smoking a huge joint. <laughs> Sorry, also, man, it's just, just as a brief pause, I thought you were riffing this at the start, and I was really <laughs> impressed at the clarity and succinctness of it all. No, I'm, I'm, I'm reading it. Nothing against the green. Smoke it myself. Yeah. Oh, come on. <laughs> I'm cool, Batman. I'm cool. Yeah, don't worry. I'm cool. I look at the cashier and say, how feckin' scummy is that? <laughs> I heard and comes storming up. Did you just say how scummy is that? <laughs> I don't remember what he misheard it as, so I say, no, of course not. I said, how scummy is that? He followed me outside and everything after I paid the usual threats. Looking forward to it, cupcake, I said. <laughs> Spoiler. No. Tell me, he, tell me, to, tell me to leave Bart alone again. 
<laughs> I have a great comeback now. <laughs> Spoiler, he didn't. <laughs> I'm not saying everyone has I'm not saying everyone has to do this. I'm six foot two, and scumbags slash criminals generally don't want to find out if a tall guy can fight or not. And I admit there's times I'm breaking it, wondering if this will be the one that takes me up on it. But there's a reason all these attacks in the city center are unprovoked. Fucking cowards look for soft targets and usually a sucker punch. It's my city. <laughs> I, I'm going to use maybe my favorite phrase that I've heard on the internet, and that is, of all the things that didn't happen, that didn't happen the most. <laughs> <laughs> Like when I first saw it, I just was like, "This is just a. This is someone making fun of a thing. It's like it's. It's like it, he's making fun of the fact that someone would say this. This can't be real. And maybe he was, but you can go down. There's like three hundred comments on it. Um, all the other fucking mouth breathers are on there, just like they're all on there. But like he's in oh, there. I just... also, I also like to show them what's what when uh, when they say stuff to me. Uh, he's in there defending himself. He's like, well, I understand that not all of you will be able to do this. Like, I mean, yeah. Now there are there are some people having fun, uh, like um, the gentleman called Dutch Gold Serve Cold saying, "God, just post Clint Eastwall." <laughs> Very good. Kanye West, Fox Rocky Balboa. <laughs> I'm going to stop naming all the posters, but like Sylvester Stallorgan, Artane <laughs> Schwarzenegger. Fucking good. Crocodile Dunleary, Stony Batter called Steve Austin. <laughs> <laughs> Crocodile Dundalk. Crocodile Dundalk. <laughs> <laughs> <That's really funny. laughs> like it's... It, <laughs> like that that thread of people making fun is the most me three thread of jokes, but sometimes you need it. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, yeah, that, that one seems to be solid gold all the way down. I mean <laughs> Crocodile Dog. Crocodile yeah. Dog is fabulous. And it's like, look at I don't know that this thing this man said didn't happen. I mean, I do know that it didn't happen. I know it didn't, yeah. But Surely he has to be aware that no, like no one will. I mean, they can't believe it happened, even if it. That's one of those things that if it happens to you exactly that way. And by the way, if you say, "Are you sure about that cupcake or whatever it is that he just said?" Like, you just take it in stride and accept that it's one of those things that they'll never believe. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Like. When we were flying in Edinburgh 2012, at one point I had my trousers around my ankles and it rained. And when I pulled my trousers back up, there was a stain on my trousers that looked exactly like I pissed myself. There's pictures of it all over the internet. Now, I know that on that occasion I had not urinated in my trousers and that in fact that, that unlikely set of circumstances occurred. But whenever anyone asked me, I just said, yeah, that's embarrassing. I pissed myself because <laughs> I mean, because, it's more likely. It's, 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 what are you going to do? Like, yeah. that's, what, <laughs> that's the picture you're showing the ref, you know, like. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
you know what? I think I think you'll find what no, I pee I pee in my pants and yeah. <laughs> no, sir, you see I fly her in my underpants <laughs> with my trousers around my ankle. <laughs> it's like no well, one. Well, I suppose like it you. started when I was dropped on my head as a baby. Uh, you know, <laughs> like, it's my city. It's my city. In my city. I'd love to cupcake. <laughs> has anyone ever has anyone ever actually delivered like a cold line in real life? No. Uh, anyone as in anyone on this call or anyone ever? I'm sure it's happened once somewhere far away and a long time ago but no not i and i don't think i've ever seen anyone deliver a cold line certainly not certainly not i've seen guys who have like the thing i'd love to have which is they have the ability to intimidate and but the things they say uh, aren't that like um, my other Gavin, he's his amazing ability to terrify people. And but he, the things he says are stuff like, "Do I look like a fool? Do you think I'm a fool? Are you a fool?" These are things. <laughs> and the yeah, reason yeah. they're yeah. terrifying is he's six four, he's about twenty stone, he's very good at fighting. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No one, no also... one, no one who's bad at fighting would be that good at thinking. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who think of a fool? Are you a fool? Am I a fool? And it's like, yeah, that's terrifying. Yeah, that is terrifying. It's like, yeah, I want no part of this. Funny how, you know? I've I've never funny like a clown. (laughs) (laughs) And I've never seen, but like, I I could like walk up to someone and be like, yeah, I think you're probably walking on the wrong side of danger there, (laughs) scum. Yeah. <laughs> and they'd laugh in my face. And they'd yeah. be right too. They'd be right too. And they'd, they'd be, be absolutely fucking right too. Yeah. <laughs> it seems like you've got a little bit of a death wish there, cupcake. Yeah. <laughs> cupcake. Oh fuck it. Because like those lines are just like those slides sound like they're written and rehearsed because they are by actors are. in fantasies <laughs> in no, fictional works <laughs> no tough man has ever said it that's why <laughs> you know yeah like and, and even when people sit down and try and write something that's tough sometimes the best they come up with is how do you like them apples yeah <laughs> oh, yeah, God, yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> what if an objectively like... stupid fucking thing to say what if Cyril O'Reilly from Oz had said to the talented Mr. Ripley, I don't like apples at all? Yeah. What was his next? What was his next? He was playing Hope Chess. Yeah, he was. He was, yeah. he was playing real chess. <laughs> no, he was going like, well, wouldn't it be deadly if I asked him what type of apples he liked? And then he said he likes red ones. And then I said, well, I got her number. Well, how do you like them apples? And wouldn't that be cool? Can I have an Oscar now, please? That'd be cool. Oh, you like them apples. Oh, you like them apples. I just defeated him with that. And then, then this decorated psychologist was like trying to psychologize me. And I just I told him he was probably gay. And then he just got cried or something. And and I won because I'm the smartest guy. I don't do that. 
I'm Matt Damon and I've written a script to make myself very intelligent without really ever being around intelligent people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The smartest people I was around were Boston smart. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, one good Golden, quip can you come in 90 fix minutes. This up for me? Uh... What have the janitor to fucking math? <laughs> there was um, one of Ross Duncan's many funny things that he would often say was he would he would start off anything that he would say with like, so I was talking to Stellan Skarsgård on the set of Goodwill Hunting and he told me <laughs> that he would just say whatever it was and just say an opinion he held yeah because Ross is a genius and that's what geniuses say that's yeah. what they actually say. They go, I was talking to Stephen Skarsgård with a set of Goodwill Hunting, and he agreed with what I said. That's what geniuses say. <laughs> it's one of the things like, what would you do with a million dollars? I'm like, give 900 grand of it to Ross Dungan to make anything. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> That's what I thought, cupcake. But let me tell you, it's my city. Right? This is my this city. Is mine. <laughs> it's fucking it's perfect if it's a parody it's perfect if it's not it's perfect it's amazing it's <laughs> I mean humiliating for him but he probably thinks he's the biggest di- swing of dick in all of fucking he thinks he's a, he thinks he's amazing minds. Yeah. And, and it's yeah Rap Minds Randall one of those places he has a katana on his wall and <laughs> He's never had sex, and the one time he was close, he showed a girl all his swords, and she ran away. That was the only <laughs> thing that ever happened to him. And um, I don't, I don't believe, generally speaking, in using the fact that someone is a virgin as an insult to them. Um, but at the same time, it's very funny that that man has never had sex with a person. <laughs> so I don't know what to say to you. Uh... God bless his precious little cock. What did he mean? Thank you, Crow Park Agreement. Uh, he wants to be a fa- teacher, but it wasn't paid enough. Or what? I, yeah, that's that's what I was thinking. He must have meant. Um, I'll tell so he you. He decided to be an EFL teacher, which I would say probably paid the same, if not less. Yeah, every two. No one decides. No one decides to be an EFL teacher. Every tool that can't make friends or girlfriends in this country where they can figure you out goes and be an EFL teacher. That's what they do. <laughs> That's what the job is for. Yeah. Irish will be hip to my game. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to go over yeah. where they sort of, you know, I'll get to yeah, the point. Find themselves a girlfriend who doesn't speak English so they can have ordinary level conversations with their ordinary level intellect. Like, I come mean, on. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the LBH concept the loser back home once I discovered it and started noticing it more and more was a real game changer for like oh yeah he's over in Thailand he's doing great I'm like oh go 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 a little hard on the loser back home thing I I, I think I get what you're talking about but I don't I'm not sure it's the kind of person who goes to a place and and like presents this image of a wonderful life that they have like really like worked their way for or towards or like i'll give you an example a man moves to china for this cool job and he has all these cool stories with all these cool people you're like that's harsh on justin to be honest with you but like let's (laughs) we love you justin we're making fun of you that's not true we don't think that of you okay sorry go on and it's just like 
you seem to be really cool in this new environment you crafted for yourself. <laughs> Which now on reflection, you were a loser back home. So why did, you, why did you leave in the first place? And how did you get so cool? And I would say one recurring theme that tends to be among these stories is some sort of racial privilege that gets amplified by the place they yeah. choose. It's like, I'm a senior manager managing a hundred people at this firm in India. And I'm like, yeah, it's because you're in like the zeroth cast. You suck. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, well, like you're going somewhere where the company just want a white guy to like put in mm. front of clients and go oh, like look, an English. Look. It's like it's like oh, I've gone to China and I actually and I actually work for uh, the state media. It's really interesting work as a journalist. I'm like, get fucked, bro. <laughs> <laughs> no, one, no one goes to journalism school because they want to write puff pieces for fucking Winnie the Pooh. Get out of here! You're you right. No, it's the, back, it's the, you were a loser back home, and you chase pussy out west, out east. It's, and then it's the, the guy. It's the guy who like Irish women just didn't get it, you know, because they're just stuck yeah. up bitches. Yeah. And he went to like the Philippines, <laughs> where, they, where suddenly he's an amazingly attractive man. You know? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I really like the energy out here. Or you yeah, can pay yeah. three just, back just a for a blowjob. <laughs> <laughs> but there's like, um, I think Louis Theroux did a doc, and it's not the same thing, but it's the same sort of thing where he did a documentary with guys that like went to Thailand to meet like wives and stuff, and like mm. you, you, you see them for two seconds, and you're like, oh yeah, you're, 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 you're not someone who will get to reproduce. And before there were flights to Thailand, you never would have had a wife because it just isn't <laughs> what you are. And then you see them and like they're there and they're 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 like meeting their like new partner who only wants to be with them because of this remarkable economic disparity between their their, their abilities. Mm. And what you also know is that like as soon as she comes to England and realizes that you're not the only person there, like you're you're done. You're toast. You're toast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's over for you. Like <laughs> I watched a really genuinely fascinating documentary about about it. It was like this, it was like this this tour company. And they would bring 15 to 20 white American lonely men on this like tour of Eastern Europe. And they'd go to these places and they'd have these events. And the events were explicitly, these 15 men are going to be there. Local unmarried 22 year olds, which is like four years later than you should have already been married. Like un unfuckable monsters of, of, <laughs> of Eastern Europe because you're 22 and therefore middle-aged um, come to, come to this thing. And, and, and the money and the company absolutely fleeces these lads. They charge them. Good. They charge. Well, uh, uh, <laughs> yeah. there's a part of me is like fair, fair enough. They 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 do uh, translation services. So every interaction between you and this person in this like sort of pen pal setup is paid. And and I told like the two stories that really stick with me is one guy was uh, had paid like tens of thousands of dollars over the over a small number of years for like translated letters back and forth with this woman who like had a boyfriend had no intent of ever being with him it was just like part it was a bit it was just a grift and he kind of felt good for those years and then he was crushed at the end so like yeah that's not ideal but one of them was like i met a girl she wants to be an american she wants a family today we are both very aware of what's going on here and it's good enough for both of us and i'm like that's actually a pretty good definition of marriage if you're utilitarian enough. Yeah, it's a yeah, very yeah. it's a very feudal definition of marriage it is right yeah, yeah. it's like it's like 1820s marriage 
and it is alive and well. I have a son. We'll join our houses. And we <laughs> all know what happened there. Look, but, but this guy did the, have this guy did have more dragons than her family as well. So that well, that, 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 and that's really yeah, very yeah, good. The, the sea stone chair is often occupied by a dragon rider. Yeah, it was just like fifty year old man and this like twenty. I think she was like twenty five, twenty six, which is like really old to be single in her in her community. And she like moved to America. She was like, "Yep, this is what I want, and I'm willing to have two kids with this man to get it." I have two points about this. One, um, the, this would be a really weird way to carry out your business as a normal human being. But the Clintons of this world, I don't mean them, but I mean like a political dynasty family or like a, like a what's, what's like a... A, a Kennedy. A big, the, the Waltons, Kennedy, but that's not, but that's not even... That, that's kind of what I mean. Um, like Robert Hockey, um... yeah. <laughs> the Aherns. But the more you look at Trump, the, the Trumps, these type of people, whatever, these, these big money people. The Tetra Pak family. The more, yes, the Glen Rowe family who decided when every school child should go to bed on a Sunday. And they that, that's, a lot of, that's a lot of power. The more you read into them, the more that's still how they do like marriages. They still commodify their children. And, they, and that's just kind of how they do it. So what I'm saying is it's probably still right. The second thing, the loser back home thing. I just want to say, as a recovering alcoholic, I've been the loser back home in a lot of new friend groups, okay? <laughs> when, you, when, when everyone else is sick of you and you just sort of move on. To, Why is this complete legend suddenly hanging out with us? Well, let me tell you something. Yeah. yeah like, you give me about, about 10 days. Yeah. <laughs> Give me a little while and you'll understand completely. <laughs> <laughs> so, hey, let's leave the loser back home, guys, alone. <laughs> um, what? What? Well, that didn't happen. You're correct, Manus. You are brilliant. Yeah, no, in fact, I take it all back. I'm going to rewind it. None of that. I've never done that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Time. You actually want to probably bleep your own name because it wasn't true. <laughs> <laughs> you could see yourself reliable. And my golly, what I would get out of it. It's, it! it's a thing or it's a thing or two. What an episode we have, gentlemen. Has anyone got a review of the beer? I time? actually have one story that I want to tell before we go. Go for it, motherfucker. Because I feel like happen. I feel like I'm gonna say ultimately, I just want you to know that I gave Keith Duffy money this week. Okay. Did you go to the Creaselock concert? No, I had a puncture and I went to Tireland. <laughs> Wait, what? Gav, are you not aware of Tireland? No. Keith Duffy is a silent but very vocal on the radio partner in a tire repair chain that operates around Dublin called Tireland. Tell him Keith. No, no, sent no. You. That, that, that's just his character on Fair City. <laughs> <laughs> that was actually a paid partnership with the good people at Tireland, <laughs> which you will note. In a genius marketing move, and you can write this down, Gav. Sounds a bit like Ireland. Yeah. Oh, sorry, didn't get it because you you've got. A I don't know if that was intentional, but it's the only thing I've ever thought Ireland. about. That. <laughs> Ireland. West life, low life. Go and get your own life. I mean... And come on down and get a fresh set of tires. And honestly, remarkably affordable rates, friendly service. Yeah. And I was just like. It's great. Well, no, beyond the getting a puncture on a Sunday morning when I'm about to drive to a wrestling show in Belfast and having to borrow a neighbor's car, once that bit was over, 
I don't think my neighbors would let me do that if I asked them. Well, my neighbor is Jack Barrel. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, Sorry, did you, did you drive the Hilux? No, I actually borrowed. I actually borrowed his uh, his 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 partner's car. I borrowed Priest's car. Uh, they were very kind to give it to me. <laughs> and they uh, might not be again after you've answered Tyrland's call. You know, like. <laughs> <laughs> well, they answered my call, and and I had a. <laughs> I had a wonderful call experience. Of the day and come <laughs> the hour. Come the West Life and the Boy. <laughs> I had a wonderful experience with the, with a, with another, I guess, neighbor. Because I was like there standing at the car, like, I actually can't drive it. The wheel is fully flat. If I drive it, if the tire is flat, if I drive it, I'll completely fuck up the wheel. I don't know, too. I might have to get someone to do a call out, but it's like parked in like the middle of a fucking main road. So I'm like, ah. And this guy, while I'm on the phone to the good people of Thailand, is just like gesturing to come over to his car. And he's like, do you need a bit of air? And I'm like, I actually do. Yeah, they're only like 200 meters up the road at Grand Canal. And he's like, ah, yeah. And he gets out of his car and fucking Anthony from Pier Street gives me just enough just enough air in the tires to get me around the corner to give Keith Duffy some money. So me and Keith Duffy would like to thank Anthony and all the good people of Pier Street. And just, it was just one of those times that like, you know, you know, maybe maybe you've got this since you moved into a bit more of a like since you moved into the new house cap, like community shit. I'm not even sure how to explain it, but I was like, oh, I had like a friendly neighbor just help me out just and on the just, street. You just thanked the good people of Pierce Street, which is thanking no one. I thank basically. both of them. <laughs> the man who helped me with the tires and whoever owns the Lido. <laughs> whoever owns the shipper. There are two good people on Pierce Street. <laughs> And it was one of those things that I was like, oh, yeah, community, community, deeply, deeply important, it turns out. I'm glad that happened to you. No, I am. The poetry, that is, as far as it getting fixed, I don't care. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually could have given or take it being fixed. That's why I brought the Chris Lock thing, because uh, Boys Life were headlining the concert Chris Lock, um, which was... Brian McFadden and Keith Duffy, which is, you know, that's what you want at a concert, is those two. I think if you're... Wait, Brian McFadden and Keith Duffy? Didn't Keith yeah, Duffy they... and Shane Lynch have... Keith Duffy and Shane Lynch had... Uh, they were called Red Hill. And Red they, Hill, they... I was... Yeah. Yeah. Hill, and Jesus, they, yeah. And they had... Uh, in fact, uh, one of the funner things about performing in uh, Captain America's before it was um, demolished was that you got to perform on stage beside the gold record of <laughs> Girl, You Know It's True by yeah. Red Hill. <laughs> And like, if I'd known that they were definitely going to do, they didn't demolish it. It's still there, but I've never seen a game there since. I would have for sure just stolen it. Stolen <laughs> yeah. it, yeah, yeah. Uh, but no, yeah. Now, now Keith Duffy and Brian McFadden uh, do a little thing called Boys Life, where neither of them can particularly sing, and mm. uh, they they do that sort of thing. And they're, yeah. Uh, yeah, how come it's never the good ones? Like, yeah. how come it's never like fucking <laughs> Shane Violet yeah, and Ronan Keating? Surely they all made the same amount. Like, surely when it all started, it was an even split between all the boys and they were only getting fucking 10% anyway or whatever. You know, like... Sure, yeah. 
Why? Yeah, maybe it's just the sh- in- inherent in being not one of the best ones is not managing your money or really needing to keep do it. Well, do you well, think Keith Island and Shen- didn't manage his money well? No, but he, he could actually sing. He could sing. Yeah, he well, also, that's sing, an interesting yeah. one. Do you think that Keith Duffy and Shane Lynch made the same money as Ronan Keating? Or do you think Ronan was coughing up that lunch money every time? <laughs> And he, Louis Alwalsh was like divvying it out, and Shane was like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'll Unless take these, you... Bud, I'll take these Budweiser straps down off my bare chest and beat the <laughs> piss out of everybody here, but I'll yeah. get an extra taste for the Shano. If you like your underwear remaining where it is and not halfway up your hoop, Ronan, <laughs> you will give me ten percent of your ten percent. <laughs> Life is a roller coaster, just gotta ride it. And that's what he did. You know? um, really, really, um, as far as um, as far as a review of the beers goes, as far as four uh, x uh, five star. It's uh, well, not five star, four star. It's an eight out of ten beer. Uh, Porterhouse do good stuff. Uh, this stout. Yeah, did the business. It's a regular ass stout, you know. Like, did you purchase that in one of the big German discount stores that does, in fact, stock it all the time? Yes, I did. Yeah, it's good. It's good to get. It's, it's a nice. Good, it's good to get exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and Jackie, you had um, something there. Uh, West yeah, West sorry, West I was West just West taking a piss. Uh, oh, that's fine. I'm glad you took the computer in there with you so we could see that. that was yeah, yeah, I didn't yeah, want to yeah, miss yeah. it. Now I did. I Wait, man, if you could see it, you had your magnifying glass out. <laughs> <laughs> Bam! <laughs> You've been got. got. I got. I got. got. Um, so how, what was it and how do you rate it? I had the Rye River Brewing Co. Dan Buster Double IPA. Oh, that you did. It's an 8% alcohol beer. And I'm going to say it's an 8.5 for me. It's really tasty. It 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 does that thing that we haven't... I don't know. I haven't had like a real like casual beefy boy in a while that like felt casual. You know, they're like those Imperial Stents yeah. feel like an event. They feel like you're drinking a big thing. And it's... Ugh. This goes down as smooth as a fucking Heineken. Um, so not that smooth at all. And... Uh, it, you know, it, it does that hides it well thing. Very drinkable, yeah. very tasty. Uh, it'll get you drunk. <laughs> it'll get you drunk. I um, used to say a lot more of the words from that sketch when it came out than I currently say. <laughs> we have grown as people, and it was a different time back then. It was a different time back then. Anything, anytime, anything like that happens, it was a different time back then. And let me tell you something. <laughs> Never again will I say the rest of that. <laughs> um, and also, I'm actually, it's probably an 8 out of 10 beer, but I'm giving it the extra half point for sheer fucking availability. Um, I didn't have much time today. I just ran to the Tesco and just got yeah. what I could grab. And, um, and honestly, that's worth something. That it is. No, it certainly is. Um, and it really only leaves us one thing to choose to, and that is um, to it being a different time like then. It's a different time back then. And also, sorry, Gav, what was the percentage of what you were drinking? Oh, yeah, good uh, point. Um, it was 0%. No, it is 5, 5%. Oh, I thought I thought that was a strong boy. I was going to say, like, it's very funny that on the last day of dry January, we've both brought on, like, beefy, beefy beers. Beefy, no, no. <laughs> we're like, no, no. We're drinking so, again. We're, it, it, I'm a drinking. 
but now, now that we're at the point that it can be easily cut out of the episode, um, you ever um, you ever break up with a girl or have a girl break up with you, and um, after the fact, you sort of think that man, if I knew the last time we had sex was going to be the last time, I'd have tried some nastier shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'd have fucking just tried some, some nastier shit. <laughs> you know, I'm really into scat. <laughs> What's the worst thing that can happen? And the reason I was reminded of that was because we both said we'd never say the things we'd say about that sketch anymore. But at some point, the last time a white man with impunity said the end bomb, if he knew it was going to be the last time he said it, <laughs> he might have tried some nastier shit. You know what I mean? I'm not going to lie, man. There was a moment there where I was like, did Madison Michelle break up? Madison Michelle broke up, yeah. <laughs> no. Well, before you do, Madison, you know what you need to <laughs> try some nice. You need to slip three to four fingers minimum in the booty. <laughs> and cut! Good enough. Splice in some reaction shots of me and shove it on the air.